We have two scripture readings this morning, the first from Psalm 91 and the second from Lamentations, uh, Lamentations 3. So there are first from Psalm 91 found on page 930 in your pew Bible. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely he will save you from the fowler's snare and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his feathers and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be part of your shield and rampart. You will not fear the terror of the night, nor the arrow that flies by the day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midday. A thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only observe with your eyes and see the punishment of the wicked." If you make the Most High your dwelling, even the Lord, who is my refuge, then no harm will befall you, no disaster will come near your tent. For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. You will tread upon the lion and the cobra. You will trample the great lion and the serpent." Because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him. I will protect him, for he acknowledges my name. He will call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. So our next passage is from Lamentations. So it's Jeremiah, Lamentations, Ezekiel. And you can find it on page 1,278. And we're going to read verses 19 to 26. I remember my affliction and my wandering, the bitterness and the gall. I well remember them, and my soul is downcast within me. Yet this I call to mind, and therefore I have hope. Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed. For his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. I say to myself, the Lord is my portion, therefore I will wait for him. The Lord is good to those whose hope is in him, to the one who seeks him. It is good to wait patiently for the salvation of the Lord. Thanks, Cora. Thanks, Harriet. We have before us beautiful words of Scripture. Uh, Lamentations 3 is our text where it says, Because of the Lord's great love, his compassion never fails. Verse 22, they are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. So that's our text, and Psalm 91 is uh, traditionally what we read on New Year's Day, Psalm 91. So it's just good, and we'll reflect on Psalm 91 together as well. Congregation of Jesus Christ, 
We are here at the start of a new year, and it's so good to gather in God's presence. As the new year before us, it's always exciting and filled with hope. There's also, of course, some uncertainties because we don't know exactly what the future holds. And so, as 2017 unfolds, we we might wonder sometimes, too, what will happen exactly, what will happen in my life, in your life, in the church, in our work, in our community, in the world. And we can be assured that there will be good things. For example, at at Christmas time here, our son uh, shared with us that he had gotten engaged to his uh, girlfriend. And so David and Amanda are getting married on June 24. So it's going to be a good year. Those kind of things. Beautiful, thankful things. Exciting. There are also challenging things that always lie before us. The economy here in Alberta, always a little concerning now. Uh, The renewal process in the church. How is that going to work itself out exactly? And then unexpected things can come along. Illness or injury or a setback somehow. And so the year can also have challenges. In, in that context, as we look to the new year, Lamentation 3 is a good passage just to touch on as we begin a new year. The prophet Jeremiah is giving a word of assurance, absolute assurance, in a context of real difficulty. Jeremiah is writing Lamentations at the time that Jerusalem has been destroyed by the Babylonians. And so the, the, the city is in turmoil. Uh, if you see the pictures of uh, Aleppo a little bit and how that city was destroyed uh, by the war just recently, Jerusalem was a destroyed city like that at this time. And yet... In the events that had transpired and and were still seriously threatening, this word of assurance comes as well. The enduring, enduring power and plan of God, the hope in his compassion and love and grace. And in the same way, we have that assurance going forward into 2017. And we want to stake our claim this morning in the bedrock of God's love and compassion and faithfulness. These words from Lamentations actually are very dear to the hearts of many. These words, the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. I already learned from my mother when she uh, reflected on things of faith. This was one of her central verses, and she would come back to it often and realizing again in her life, in my life, that reality of God's presence and power. I know it was the funeral text for uh, Jerry Dornenball's funeral, and so it gave us the hope and comfort we needed in that circumstance. God's great compassion, love, and faithfulness. It is our hope and confidence. This morning I just want to dwell with you a little bit as we look ahead to 2017. The actual 
picture that we get even from this verse initially, from this understanding of Scripture, okay, God's faithfulness, absolutely. Uh, his love and compassion, yeah. That, that's a big thing, that, that's broad, that's, that's wide over time and long, and, and, and it's like, it's like the, the, the big view, the long view. So, so if any of you have climbed up Colosseum Mountain, have any of you climbed Colosseum? It's a wonderful climb. You get to the top, you look to the west, you can see all the way into the mountains and Abraham Lake, you can see a long ways. And it's all clearly there before you if it's a nice day. Or you turn around and you look out over the prairies, you can see a long ways. And that that big picture. And sometimes, often we have the idea too. Indeed, God's love is there, his compassion is there, his faithfulness is there. That's the big picture. And so, so over time and over many years, we see what God is doing. And we can take comfort and assurance in that. But Jeremiah, writing here in Lamentations, gives that for sure, God's faithfulness, his love never ceases, the long view. But then he also says, they are new every morning. Every morning. That's a short view. Then, then, then we want to see them this morning. And we can expect to see them again tomorrow morning. And it's not like we have to stand back and, and think of God's love and faithfulness and say, oh, I saw it uh, three years ago and I might see it five years from now. No, it's new every morning. Every morning new again, in a fresh and encouraging way. What is he getting at? As we look forward to 2017, as we even just look at that year before us, and we think too, okay, we're entering a year, that's a long stretch. How is that year going to be worked out? Well, one day at a time with every new morning. And that's, that's simply God, through Jeremiah, recognizing how we live. We, we, we live simply every day, every day, every new morning. And the question every morning comes back, is, is God here? Is he truly with me? Is he truly loving and compassionate? And that, that reality that we live every day simply day by day. That's just a reality of how we live. And so, so to, to live that way deliberately in the knowledge of the compassion and love of God, even as we go forward every day. And that, that's reinforced in things like the Lord's Prayer, where the Lord's Prayer, if you pray that prayer, it says, give us this day our daily bread. Because that's really how we live, just every day. We have our daily bread. And that reality of, of, yeah, in our context we have plenty, but still we need to live each day in the view that God is providing for us. In Matthew 6, Jesus talks to people who are worried about what's happening weeks and months and years down the road. And God, Jesus says to them in Matthew 6, Don't worry. God cares for the trees, the birds, the flowers. 
Each day has enough challenges of its own. Live each day. That's how we are supposed to live. And when we live each day, then we also each day can be confident that God's compassion, that his love, his faithfulness will be present to us in a renewing way, a calm, a confident, assuring way every day, new every morning. And that's the powerful truth I would like you to take with you from this morning as you go on into 2017. That's what Jeremiah is getting at. In Jeremiah's own life, He had many struggles. And if you read through the book of Jeremiah, you can recognize too how he had to rely on God's presence and power every day. And not look a lot further even. Just, just Lord, be with me today. And that's a way we can live. The truth of God's care is evident every day. That's also why... To, to have in your routine. I challenge you, if you don't, if you do, that you have a, a devotion, a morning devotional time, that you actually take the time in the morning to reflect on what God would do in your life in this day. And that's very comforting and encouraging for you. And I don't know if you have that in your routine, but maybe make that a routine if you don't, because it definitely just a way of letting God speak into your life in in the day that you're going into, and his presence and power to encourage and help you. That's why we have the, the Today booklets on the table in the foyer in the back, and that's why they're called Today. That's why that's the title, that every day you would be encouraged. To realize God's love, his compassion, his mercies are new for you. And so those devotions are there to encourage you. We also have the uh, daily bread, which again is, is daily bread based on the Lord's prayer, based on the spiritual food God wants to give us, and that also in this year again, every day, you would begin encouraged in God's grace open to praying too that God would be with you every day, just each day, one day at a time, and that his goodness, his grace, his strength would be with you and would surprise you even every day in what he does. I just think back for uh, just last Sunday when we had uh, the Christmas dinner. That was a busy day. (laughs) It was, but... It was, it was surprising again, like 230 people came out, a record. And that, that sense of being able to minister to those people on Christmas Day and, and how, how also help came to support that and how people came to receive that and God did beautiful things on that day. It was, it was surprising, it was new, it was wonderful, it was great. And then I had a phone call from Joan. The weather wasn't so bad, and all, it was bad. And so I had, I had a phone call from Joan. Joan phoned me up. She had had, I don't know who Joan is, but she phoned the church because she knew we had the dinner. And because of the bad weather, the group of 15 people coming to her house couldn't make it. So she was giving all the food she had to our, our effort. Say, wow, praise the Lord. Now, we worked out those details a little differently, but still just the, the goodness of the Lord, right? And how it struck her 
and how she wanted just to do that. And then I had Ryan phone up, and he said, you, you guys do that dinner on Christmas. He said, yeah, we do that. He says, well, out of our business, we raise funds and we support, and we want to support your, your work. I say, thank you. Praise the Lord. And so, so new opportunities, new connections, new ways. Every day God is at work revealing himself to us as we, we are simply humbly trying to serve him and be a blessing. And he is doing great work. And so every day we can be encouraged and surprised in new and exciting ways. It's just a beautiful truth that is shared with us here in Lamentations 3, that God's steadfast love is new every morning. So that's the first encouragement. Then from Psalm 91, it's beautifully summarizing again, verse 2, we can trust in God as we go forward every day, verse 2. That reality, too, that we can dwell in the shelter of the Most High. He is our refuge. He is our fortress. And there's that picture of, of, of being under his wings, which is, which is a, a powerful picture out of the biblical record too, where, where, where a mother hen covers her chicks with her wings and they are protected. They are cared for. And even Jesus, when he is on his uh, triumphal entry into Jerusalem, he picks up on that picture. And that God is out to protect and restore and save his people. So every day to have that assurance. Psalm 91 verse 11 even adds guardian angels. That's a nice application for our human understanding. And something we don't think about too often. But that even God by his grace is, is present with us in Christ. But then, then Psalm 91 even talks about a, a, a presence of, of angels who are around us, who are guarding us. And when Jesus is tempted by the devil, the devil takes that very comforting teaching in Matthew 4 and he twists it around. But we can simply receive it too as a, as a picture of God's presence and grace and working with us. And even it says in Hebrews, if we, if we entertain strangers, we are, are entertaining angels unaware, that God is around us and with us and providing for us. And finally, when the psalm ends, how can we, how can we really know for sure how can we trust that God will be with us in the year ahead? How can we trust for his faithfulness every day? Because God is really busy, and God can get distracted, just like we can sometimes. And Psalm 91 verse 14 says very simply, uh, Because they love me, says the Lord, I will protect them. And so the basic, the basic truth that we come with even this morning, that at your coming to worship God on New Year's morning, a little bit groggy, a little bit, yeah, but what, what, is, what is the basis for this? This is, this is our response. We love the Lord. Because they love me, 
says the Lord. Hear that again. Because they love me, the Lord says, I will rescue them, I will protect them, because they acknowledge my name. That, that basic faith, very simple faith, Lord, we love you, and we want to serve you in this new year. Is that enough? Yes, that's enough. That's, that's the desire of our heart, going forward to love our Lord. And that makes everything new. Not living for ourselves, not seeking ourselves in 2017, but going forward in faith, in a faithful God. Trusting in God's love and compassion for us, for our family, for our circumstances. What a powerful center to every single day. A new and refreshing and confident center. Let's pray together. Dear God, we know you love us. We see it again before us this morning. You give us proof in our weakness, in our uncertainty. You give us the bread. You give us the wine. You say, I love you so much. I came in Jesus and I died for you on the cross. I confronted the greatest threat against you. Your soul was lost and in danger of destruction, even as Jeremiah lamented over destruction of Jerusalem. So ruined was your life in sin. But you, God, showed your great love for us. That while we were sinners, you died for us. You gave us new life, new hope. You made us a new creation in Christ Jesus. We thank you that in this hope and confidence we are assured this morning in your steadfast love and mercies. And we thank you that we can begin this new year in that confidence with you. Amen.